All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Lionball Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration. It really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and feature titan for today, all the way from beautiful San Diego, California, none other than Gabe Mendez. Gabe, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time. I can't wait to jump in. Greg, hey man, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me out here. <clears throat> I'm excited to speak to the audience and uh, just you know just dive into something deep, man. Hopefully, we can, everyone can get some value out of it. I know it, my friend. You're a true pro through and through, and again, a, a real practitioner. And that's what everybody really tunes in for: is to learn and grow from the best and brightest minds. And you, my friend, are one of the best and one of the brightest. But um, I guess let's just jump in. The first question, really getting everybody to know who you are. So who you are, where you're from, what got you into the biz? What, what's your story, Gabe? Yeah, that's a, it's a deep question. So I'll try not to, to let the waterworks out today. <laughs> back into, uh, to, keep, uh, to keep it sweet and simple, back in 2008, my mother was a victim of predatory lending. And uh, she's first generation from Mexico. And um, I was like 16-ish at that time. We had a home. And yeah, she, got, she was taken advantage of, man. She got a bad loan. Uh, she didn't fully understand it. She was like, hey, you know, I want a home. This is what I can afford to pay. They said, sign here, sign here. She was able to surprise myself and my younger sister and say, hey, look, mama did it. Wow. Got the house. We moved in. We, we lived there for like a year and a half until things really started to get bad. And I remember back then having like the sheriff's knock on the door, the signs out in the front yard. I remember having uh, my mom like just, hey, don't open the door when the sheriffs were knocking. I, I remember one time specifically, someone was outside knocking on the door. I'm like, mom, the cops are outside. And she's like, get away from the window. Don't open it. And she didn't tell us what was going on, but she always remained strong, which is what I really loved. Mm -hmm. She never broke down. She never felt sorry for herself. She just kept on fighting. Wow. And eventually one day she's like, hey, we have to leave. Uh, so we ended up leaving the neighborhood, which is, this is our first home. Uh, we were super excited about it. And all of our, all my friends from high school, like, dude, what happened to your house? Where did you move to? And that was another tough pill to swallow. So we left there and we went over to my uncle's house and I actually lived in his garage for like a year. Unreal. We had a bed, had the garage. My mom and uh, sister shared a bedroom. And we started this journey of building ourselves back up uh, from the bottom from 2008 to about 2013. Hmm. And in 2013, I had a buddy of mine killing it in real estate, doing flips. Okay. Saw me killing in the multi-level marketing business. So I was selling shakes. I was, I was that dude that would go to people's houses with, with, uh, in, in, um, all this like, weight loss products yeah. and blenders and doing a presentation, standing in front of the room, showing people who, you know, the testimonials, right? The people who were losing weight on the product right? and then bringing people in the business aspect of the multi-level and who, who were winning. And I'm sitting there and I'm selling these people on, on shakes. Wow. So I was, I was blending shakes for a couple of years, man. I ended up doing that, but, but dude, I killed it. I yeah. killed it. I ended up building a really big downline mm -hmm. and uh, I sung a lot of product, having a lot of customers. So I had the sales background and I crushed it. And then my buddy looked at me and he said, dude, you're, you're crushing it. Most of your activities at night, why don't, have you thought about joining real estate? Wow. And so I said, bet, let's give it a shot. <laughs> let's give it a shot. I went and joined him and I was his TC for one year. Wow. So I did all the transaction coordinating, paperwork, 
uh, I did all that stuff and, and I started training to get my license. And through that process in 2013, I learned a lot about um, pre-foreclosures, notice of defaults. And I started reading through these files and these stories. I'm like, oh, dude, like these people are going through what I went through back in 2008. Right. Like, you know, what happened here? So I started doing a little more research and digging and I found out, crap, dude, like we all got a bunch of crappy loans and people didn't, a bunch of people who misled us. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the, um, the purpose kind of met the passion kind of thing. Wow. And, and the light just went off in my head. I'm like, Oh shoot. I'm like, there's a, there's a need out there for people to be led by someone in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I want to lean into that position. I want to be that person. Wow. So I stopped teaching in 2013. I quit my multi-level marketing job in 2014. Wow. And I went all in, jumped in real estate, dude. And just like everyone else, I crushed in my first year. I made a bunch of money and I'm a topper. No, I'm just kidding, brother. <laughs> I was going to say, you were rolling that way. I said, yes, here, where's he going with this? Where's he going? No, that's great. <laughs> oh, no, dude, 2014, I sucked, man. I, I crashed. I, I, I lost. I didn't do well. I was uh, the mentors that I had at that time. They didn't have my back. They didn't know how to coach me. They didn't know how to mentor me. The uh, broker that I was with that time didn't know how to lead me and guide me. So I went through this whole year in real estate thinking that I sucked, wanting to help people, but I didn't have anyone helping me to, to be the best me possible. Wow. So end of 2014, I just decided to get a job again after okay. being an entrepreneur for like three years, self-employed. Mm-hmm. And then I had to clock back in, man. I did that thing for five more months. And wow. Dude, it, when you're going from being self-employed, managing your own time, managing uh-huh. your schedule, traveling when you want to, doing what you want to do when you want to do it, it's it's so hard to go back into the workforce. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's tough. And uh-huh. you have you have to be there at a certain time. You have your you have your breaks at a certain time. You have lunches at a certain time. And then if you want time off, you have to submit a request. And people who are who have more seniority than you do, if they've requested that time, you can't have it off. Right. And so, dude, I went through that for like five and a half months at my job that I had. Wow. And uh, just one day I had an epiphany, bro. I was like, this, this isn't me. I can't, I can't do this, dude. Like there was something inside of me that was like burning and like yearning to do more. This yeah. is like, this is like around the time where Wolf of Wall Street had just come out. <laughs> yep. Classic, classic Leo. Yeah. For like six months, dude. And I'm over here, like beating my chest at the office. Like, no, I can do this. Right. Yeah. Um, dude. So I just, I had enough, man. I, I was uh, fed up of looking down the road. And one of my pastors back in 2015 said, and he was, he was using this from like a, a, a spiritual sense. He said, mm. you know, play the movie out. You know, oh, if you continue, wow. if you continue in this role, where's your, where's your character going to end? So play the movie out. And That's I, beautiful. Yeah. And I looked at my own character. I looked in the mirror. I thought to myself, if I stay here, Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue fighting for a promotion for the next raise. And I might get a 15, $20 increase, you know, my position, whatever, over a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, By that time I'll be X age. And then the next natural jump is manager. Then after that, it's like whatever regional manager. Mm -hmm. And I started playing these years and I thought to myself, dude, this is going to take me like 10, 15 years to reach the top. Mm -hmm. And still have to be told what to do, when to do it without any freedom. Right. It sounded insane, bro. I was like, mm. no freaking way. I'm not doing this. And, um, you know, so I ended up playing the movie and it clicked. So dude, check this out, man. Um, my entire life, my entire adult life since 18, 
Hmm. I've never observed in any kind of uh, jury duty or anything like that at all. Right. And when it did come in, I would like write things on there. You know, some, <laughs> so they wouldn't call on me, man. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to sit. I wasn't trying to sit there and do that, bro. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, man. And, and so, but check this out, dude. So they finally summoned me, and it was wow. mandatory. I couldn't miss it. Bummer. And and it was for two and a half weeks during this job, and it was like the last, almost like the last two and a half weeks that I was there. Hmm. It's a, it's like this, um, like federal case. So I'm there for okay. two weeks. I can't leave, go to this crazy wow. place, man. They let me out a little early. So I have like, from like, sometimes a court would be dismissed at 10 AM mm-hmm. and sometimes it'd be dismissed like at 5 PM. Wow. It would just, and I'd have all this time available to do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was like, um, like a vampire who <laughs> like twilight, dude, you know, like <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like, we got a taste of like blood again. And they, yeah. they felt like that hunger. And mm. that's what it was like for me when I had the freedom. They let me out at two wow. o'clock. I was, like, I was outside, I was breathing. I, I can go to lunch. I can jump on one of those bird scooters and do whatever I wanted to do. I didn't have to check wow. in with anybody. Mm. And so I had a taste of that blood again. And it just, something in me just snapped. I was like, dude, this is, I, I want more of this. I mm. want more of, if I want to, I can and yes. have that option without anyone telling me I couldn't. Wow. So dude, the two and a half weeks that I finished it up, I went back to the office, uh, the next immediate day after the thing was finished, mm-hmm. I sat at my desk and, um, the lady across from my cubicle, she looks at me and she says, Gabe, she's like, I'm so glad you're back. And we were tight. She's like, she's like 80 years old. We're tight though. I we're, love that. we're vibing. She's like my grandma and I'm like her little, her grandson. We're vibing. Yeah. Uh, and, but she's sitting here, dude, listen, listen to this, man. She's sitting there complaining mm-hmm. about, her job, the people that she's working with. And this is what, listen to this, dude. She says this, she's like, I'm so glad I'm retiring next year. I can't wait to go live my life. Dude. She's like, wow, bro. She's for sure. Like over 60 at this point, right? Like mm-hmm. she's, she has grandchildren and uh, she's older. Yeah. Sweet lady, sweet lady, very beautiful and uh, inside and out. Yeah. Uh, but she said, I'm so happy to finally retire and go live my life. Wow. Bro. Life all went off. I was like, Oh shoot, dude. Like, yeah. I can't do this. Like I can't, if I end up here, I'm going to be just like that 60 years of age. Yep. I'm going to let, I'm going to trade my time for a paycheck. And I'm going to pray one day that I have enough time left over to live off of whatever money I earned. Yeah. And I'm never truly going to live mm-hmm. on my own terms. So I sat back. Uh, I thought to myself for a quick moment, like you ready to do it, Gabe? And I was thinking like, this is it, bro. Like quit. <laughs> Throw in the towel right here. And it's a Thursday afternoon. It's about 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, and I'm having this conversation with her. So by 12 o'clock, I make the decision mentally. Wow. I'm ready to do it. I go to my manager and I'm like, hey, do I have to give you a two-week notice if I want to quit my job? And she says, no, you don't have to give a two-week notice if you don't want to. You can quit today if you choose to. I'm like, I'm ready to resign. Mm-hmm. She gives me a paperwork. I walk around the entire department, all the departments, get everything signed off. Wow. And uh, I'm, dude, like as I'm walking from department to department, getting everyone's signature, turning in my mm-hmm. keys, doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. um, all these doubts in my mind start creeping up. Like, dude, did I make yeah. the right decision? What about my health insurance? What about this guaranteed paycheck? Mm-hmm. What am I going to tell? What am I going to tell my mom? I'm still living in her house. What am I going to tell her? I'm like, I can't contribute financially. All right. And all these doubts are to come up, but I knew that's what I wanted, man. Like the conviction was there and I just wanted to make the jump. Wow. And once I'm done getting everything signed, I walk outside to the parking lot. I just remember looking into the sky, taking a deep breath and just thinking to myself, like, it's my time. 
Like, mm. got it. Go back to the basics. Yeah. And at that point, man, I made a decision to jump into real estate full time. And I knew who I wanted to, which, which demographic, who, which audience I wanted to speak to. Mm. I knew what I wanted to do. It was the level of certainty that is what gave me the strength to leave the job with so much uncertainty, but I was so certain in what I wanted. I was so certain what I wanted to become. I was so certain on my skill set that I knew I could take where I wanted to take it, that all the uncertainty got drowned out by the level of certainty that I had. Wow. And dude, I, I quit the job that day. And that was the day that I became a full-time real estate professional. And uh, Thursday, I don't remember the date. It was like May something in hmm. 2015. Wow. I went straight home and I began the journey from there, dude. So that's how I, that's how I got started <laughs> into it, man. Uh, from like losing the house to, to all this crazy transitional stuff. But it was, um, it was, it was a journey to get started, man, for sure. Gabe, that is an incredible story. And just to take everybody back from the very beginning, you know, talking about y- your mom and, and, and really showing that, that support and strength for the family and, and the hardships that you guys endured during that time ridiculous. And, you know, looking at that, that stick to to say, look, you know, I can, I can figure out what I need to do. I can put the work in. You had the successes as an entrepreneur. Um, I think that so many people who are tuning into this, the, your story resonates with so many because so many entrepreneurs feel that pain of corporate America or that job or what we're supposed to do or how we're supposed to do it or what expectations that our family, or our friends have on us. But you had the courage to say, Look, I had this light bulb come on. I had this light bulb come on. I had this light bulb. Come on. How many other reasons do you need to say, all right, Gabe, t- time to get down to it. But you, you didn't have to go. You did. You made that conscious decision. It's not easy, that leap of faith. And gosh, man, I am so glad that you got summoned for that jury duty, <laughs> whatever you were doing. <laughs> I am so glad because you're here now all these steps that have taken up to where it is now is absolutely incredible. And, and I want to, I, I really wanted to pick up there. So from that timeframe, 2015 to today, what's your journey through real estate look like? Because you went through a lot to get there. Let's talk about what you went through to get to where you are today. Yeah. I'll touch on that in a second, but there was something that you said a couple of minutes ago, which oh, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot how you said it, but having like having that, those light bulbs go off, mm-hmm. That was that was accumulation of things, and and right. I, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there who don't know that entrepreneurship or certainty in oneself or having a crowd of people around you who support you um, can lead to something great, or even just not even knowing that opportunities like out there out there like that exist can really hold a lot of people back because we end up getting stuck in this generational cycle where, mm-hmm. you know, you go to school, you know, you go to get to school, get a really good job. Yep. You have your 401k, raise a family, buy a home, retire, you know, in all of us, you know, it's, it's, in, it's in my true belief that every single one of us has a gift or a talent that's mm-hmm. been given to us by God, that if we just went out there and we exercised it, that we can create something great from it, mm-hmm. but it well, takes, it really does take someone, man, to go into you and, and speak life in you and say, man, Greg, I see something special inside of you. Like you're going to be an amazing host. You have an amazing personality. You can attract a different type of people. If, you know, if you don't recognize it or you don't have someone who recognizes it in you, you can go your entire life without even, without it, with truly believing that you're no one special and truly believing that you're, you're not destined for anything great. Everyone has that capability. And I was blessed enough that I had 
opportunities presented to me that allowed me to step out and say, you know what? I'm going to give this thing a shot. Like for example, that, that shake selling business that I was telling you about, yeah, yeah. dude, dude, one of my buddies reached out to me. He was like, bro, he's like, I'm going to make a million bucks off of this. Do you want to come with me? He's like, I think you can do it too. He's like, you, you he's like, you don't, you're not afraid of talking to people. Yeah. He's like, just take a product, lose some weight and help me get other people to take the product too. We're making a million dollars. And I was like, I was like, bet we're making a million bucks. <laughs> bro, we're going to have six packs. We're going to have cars. Yeah, we're going to have a million bro. bucks. Bet, let's go out there and do it. He believed in me. He sparked mm-hmm. that interest. I never had that prior to then, wow. but because he led me and pulled me in that direction, mm-hmm. it opened up my life to multi-level marketing, right? And which opened the door for my buddy to say, Hey, come into real estate. Mm-hmm. He poured life into me and said, you're going to be an amazing real estate agent. I got my license. I read all those stories that happened. The light bulb clicked. And I was like, dude, that was my story back in the day. Wow. I found my passion. And then I started adding skill to it. And then boom, here I am today. So a lot of listeners that are out there, look, if you're struggling with whatever it might be, find someone, find a group of people um, that who support you and, and pour vision and life into you that help you cast vision that can help you see, but also people who speak life and potential into you. Because to, with this world that we're living, man, there's so much negativity going around. And oh, yeah. it down. We need people to pick our spirits back up. Mm-hmm. And I have that. And the other thing also uh, um, that comes with that, there's something else that we have to do as people uh-huh. in order to have those opportunities. We have to be willing to accept them and take them. Right. We have to be willing to say yes. We have to be willing to take that leap of faith yeah. and going out there and not, you know, not knowing what's going to happen, going into the unknown mm-hmm. and saying, I'm ready to take this on. So find you people who support you, be ready to say yes to those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll work out and sometimes they won't, but that's the name of life. And eventually you're going to stumble into a place where you're meant to be and you're going to succeed at a high level. And I just wanted to touch on that, man, because yeah. some people I feel like out there need to hear that message. Like, dude, I need to find some good people. I need to say yes, because a lot of us are sheltered to saying no and scared into saying no. Right. That we miss on good things in life like that. Gosh, Gabe, but it means so much coming from you because once again, you're a true practitioner of of life and everything that you're doing and experiencing has given you perspective and understanding to share with the audience. And uh, you had said something very, very um, inspiring into that that standpoint is uh, it's that old adage, uh, preparation meets opportunity uh, equals luck, right? So there's no such thing as luck. I mean, you you were prepared, right, by training and listening and learning an opportunity came to you and you were smart enough and prepared enough to take that. And I think that that's the moral of the story as it comes through. And, and look, I don't care if you're a seasoned pro at 40 plus years in the business or you're brand new here in this Gabe is absolutely right. This is you're bringing the fire, my friend. You're bringing the heat oh, to this. Man, this let's go. We, we're just starting everybody. This is incredible. <laughs> okay. But I do want to get on the real estate side of it too. So in 2015, that's where you left off of the story. I love your storytelling ability too, my friend. So your details are beautiful. So from 2015 to today, you've accomplished so much. So what does that path look like? Uh, just so everybody has the background there. 2015 till now, I jumped full-time to real estate. And um, I remember that was a Thursday. I quit my job. I went home and I knew what I needed to do best, which was 
set my found out foundation in place. I clean my car, I clean my room, I clean my home. I, uh, I started like just throwing things away just to get clarity on where I was living so I can think clearly. Yeah. Uh, because as we know, you know, like our office, the way things are set up, it all affects the way that we think and how we perform. Mm-hmm. So I need to get that cleared up first. And then I jumped right back into it. I, w- I spoke to my manager and I said, Hey, look, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into real estate. Can you guide me? Mm-hmm. So she took me through a step-by-step process. And I did what, um, I, I don't remember who it was, but someone told me, it might've been my lender at that time. Someone told me, dude, if you're gonna do this, you need to go all in. You need to come over commit to doing it and you yep. need to go all in. So yep. do everything that top performing agents are doing. What are they doing? And we took, we wrote a list down. They're prospecting every single day. They're following up every single day. Mm-hmm. They treat their business like a business every single day. They show up. They dress up, like they do all of these things. So emulate that. If that's what you want to have in your life, that's what you need to emulate. So that's what I did. I went out there and I hired a photographer to take professional headshots. Like, I paid like, someone to create a custom website for me. Mm-hmm. I went out, dude, and I, I I purchased like four or five suits and dress shirts and socks. Good man. Uh, I needed to be the I needed to be that professional that people could trust. Mm-hmm. I purchased two sales courses. It was um, straight line persuasion by Jordan Belfort. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the 10 X sales course through Grant Cardone. Uh, two wow. of the greats right there, man. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, That's the best, man. I'm like, <laughs> if I'm going to learn how to sell. I'm going to learn from the best. Wow. And I ended up getting those courses. I, I, no joke, dude. I cleared my entire savings, just jumping into the endeavor. I'm like, I'm going all in. I'm going to make this my full thing. Yeah. And I did that for a few months, man. And I failed really hard. Wow. I, I door knocked mm-hmm. probably every mm-hmm. single townhome and condo in one of the biggest cities in San Diego. I got wow. nothing out of it. Um, and I just kept on door knocking different communities. I was cold calling seven days a week. I was door knocking seven days a week, wow. Saturday and Sunday, every weekend I was hosting open houses, mm-hmm. building this market from a cold market Damn. and still nothing, nothing until like month number four, number five of being full time. Mm-hmm. I ran through all of my expenses Mm-hmm. Uh, all my all my savings, yeah. and I and I was over leveraged, and I was like, dude, my credit cards are maxed out, my savings, Dang. I have no money left. Mm-hmm. And on month number five, I'm already three months behind on my car payment. Oh, I, I have my first listing appointment, dude. I show to listing appointment in my suit. I'm looking fresh. Yeah. I have a listing presentation ready to go. I parked the car uh, outside. It's a it's a gated community. I parked mm-hmm. outside his home, and I'm meeting with this guy because. Uh, he wants to sell his house to move to a different neighborhood because his neighbors, in his words, are assholes. And yeah. <laughs> dude, they, he was telling me, like, bro, he's like, dude, Gabe, they call they call the cops on me for my dog barking. They call the HOA because my dog barks. My kids are playing outside. He's like, my neighbors suck and they're always complaining about something. So I need to move. I'm That's like, crazy. I got you. This is a slam dunk. I'm going to show up and get this deal done. Hmm. I go there. I start presenting. And within like five, within like 15 minutes, I would say, um, his mother runs downstairs and she's like yelling in Spanish and uh, she's saying, and she's saying, she, she's telling me, she's like, Oh my gosh, do you drive a blue BMW? Oh no, and, Gabe. <laughs> dude, oh bro, dude. Bro, bro. Oh no. I, re- I still remember like where I was sitting and how it felt. Uh, my whole heart just dropped into my gut. Yeah. It was the most 
humiliating. My whole body got warm. Yeah. Uh, I remember my face getting really heavy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, my eyes started getting heavy and watery. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember just like, snap out of it, bro. You're professional, snap out of it. Tell wow. me, hyping myself up. And I said, yes, I do. I drive a blue BMW. And she says, there's a tow truck outside with hooked onto your car. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the homeowner looks at me, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Gabe. I'm like, no, it's okay. Let's just get this figured out together. Wow. Walk outside, I'm fully dressed in a suit. Mm-hmm. I start and, and the tow truck driver is looking at me as, as he's hooking my car up and I'm walking closer to him. He sees the, he sees the owners behind me standing by the house. And as mm-hmm. I'm walking towards him, getting closer, he's whispering, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, dude, please, like, can you please let my car go? I have no money to give to you right now, wow. but I mean, I, I'm at an appointment. I'm working right now. I can't afford to pay you, but can you please let my car off? And, he, mm-hmm. he, and he's looking at me, dude, with, this, this is a big dude. He's like six yeah. foot four, 300 pounds tattoos. Wow. Hey, dude, you can see like the sadness in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He's sad. And he's like, dude, he's like, I'm so sorry. BMW told me your car was here. I have to pick it up. I have an order. I'm like, is there any way you can let it go? And I promise I'll send a payment in. He's like, I can't now that it's hooked. Wow. I can't let it go. Mm-hmm. I remember, bro, my heart was just shattered in that moment. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so defeated. And I turn mm-hmm. around, I walk back towards the homeowner. And I'm like, snap out of it, snap out of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm smiling. I'm trying to keep it all composed. Wow. And uh, it's funny, man. He wraps his arm around me. He's like, do you see Gabe? He's like, this is why I want to move. And I look at him like, well, like why, you know, why do you want to move, man? He's like, my neighbor's called the tow truck on you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, your neighbor's called the tow truck on me. Whatever, man. You know, that was his belief. He thought the neighbor oh, called it on me. Wow, he, no, wow. he had no idea that my car was like four months behind on payment. Oh, <laughs> Gabe. So, dude, I walked back inside, oh, wow. dude. And, um, car but uh i don't get the listing fair <laughs> enough have, fair enough i don't have a ride home oh man mom's at work sister's at school i have this is before uber and lyft wow. and i'm sitting there like twiddling my thumbs like what am i going to do mm-hmm. and, and he offers me a ride back to the office mm-hmm. so i and worst of all he has a two-seater truck with no air conditioning no radio wow. and it's this lifted truck and i'm like you know i'm not, I'm not that big of a guy yes I, I jump in this truck. I swing my little legs in. I'm just kind of sitting there like a, a school, a kid who just got picked up. A kid who just got picked up from detention. Yeah. Dude, he takes me to the office. It's just quiet for like seven minutes. He drops mm-hmm. me off and he says, okay, thank you. And we just kind of look at each other, dude. And we both kind of know like mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen after this. Wow. He drops me off. Uh, um, and I sit there, bro, for like five minutes crying outside the office. Unreal. Just remembering like, I'm so mad. This isn't going to work out. It's been four or five months. I've got nothing out of this. Mm-hmm. And I had to make a decision. It yeah. was it was either go home in defeat or you're already at the office dressed up, take the punch on the chin and keep on fighting. Wow, man. And I decided to stay at the office and keep on fighting. I made my calls. I finished the day strong. My mom got off work. She picked up at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. I went back home. My aunt loaned me some money to get the car out of the repo. Wow. A, month la- a month later, I closed my first deal that year. It was like a $200,000 condo. Okay. So I ended up making like four grand, three grand on it. Yeah. And I paid my aunt back, put some money in my savings, pay a credit card off. Mm-hmm. And two months after that, you know, I closed another transaction. So by the end of the year, within seven months, I'd only closed like three transactions. And okay. just to get a flow and to give me some fresh air and some hope. Yeah. But I never, I never veered off the game plan. I mm-hmm. never stopped doing what I knew I was supposed to do, which was showing up every day, mm-hmm. dressing up every single day, calling, door knocking, open houses, sending thank you cards, mm-hmm. investing all into my business because I knew that I could make it happen wow. and I continue fighting. So in, 2000, in 2016, it was my breakthrough year. And I think I closed 
somewhere between like 14 and 16 escrows that year. And the majority, majority of them were listings from the neighborhood that I was door knocking. Wow. And then 2017, I think it bumped up to like 21. 2018, mm. I think it was like 30. 2019, I think it was close to like 45. Uh-huh. Uh, 2020 was 58. Mm. Now in 2021, we're at 54 sides closed wow. with 25 families in escrow right now. Unreal. And it's August. So just in case anybody knows or they're curious as to how far we're into this year. August and crazy, bro. So it just continues to you know, continue to go. But I the thing was I was I was naive enough to believe I could do it. And I was dumb enough to follow the game plan that everyone set forth before me. Wow. And, I, and I nailed it to 100 percent man. Plus a lot of other contributing factors. But to, right. in a nutshell, that's pretty much what it is, what it ended up being. Oh my gosh, Gabe. And, and and again, the further inspiration, th- this is absolutely one of my favorite episodes because you're, you're speaking so true to life. And there's so many people that uh, they don't necessarily air out their issues and their problems and, and the truth of the matter. And you're so transparent with that. It's a beautiful thing, my friend. And again, uh, why I can see that so many people love and respect you and what you do and connect with you in a very deep way is none of us are perfect. And we all have aspects of our life that are just a complete mess. But there, as you mentioned, when you're sitting there after the story happens, I mean, this is like a worst case scenario story, but I, I, I know that this is just one of those stage moments. Like I, I could literally see you on stage telling that exact same story to thousands and thousands of people and just, just making people really inspired to know like, look, this can happen to you and you can still keep fight. You can still keep moving forward. And you made that conscious decision. And you know what? It, it, look at where you are to today because of it. And as far as I'm concerned, you're an absolute rock star, but you're, you're going to continue to grow past that. I mean, you know that this is still early days. And, and what I love about real estate and anybody who's tuned into this and, and is paying attention knows that there's so many different paths in a life. And there's so many different ways to, to accomplish the highest of goals. And if somebody's doing a billion dollars, a hundred million in production, right? They started out just where you were at, at the very beginning. And they put the action and the work and continuous massive amounts of daily activities, no matter what was happening around them. And it didn't happen by itself. So I just, you're, you're really a living, breathing example, right? Gabe, it's just incredible, man. I, I love that story. Absolutely. Appreciate you, yeah. I appreciate you pointing that out, man. It's exactly, it's exactly, I think that the more, you know, the more social media um, centric we become as a society, e- the easier it is to kind of mask everything that we're all going through and everything right. that we've gone through as, as individuals, as a family, as a business, mm. easy to mask all that and say everything's good. Um, but, and I feel like the more we mask everything, the more the real world yearns for something real. Right. And, and uh, you know, one of my passions, man, to be honest with you, I mean, you kind of poked at it is yeah. to, is to be that kind of person to like a spokesperson, so to speak, to be like, Hey, it's okay to be transparent. It's okay mm-hmm. to lean into your story. It's okay to embrace who you were and acknowledge where you're going, you know, as long as you're making a positive change. And awesome. I, I really, I really hope to be that man, because I feel like a lot yeah. of you know, real estate agents and professionals, we make this, this, this industry look like it's all butterflies and rainbows, yeah. but dude, there's like nine, like, like 10% of the business, even probably less than that is our butterflies and rainbows. Every, <laughs> dude, it's, 
It's a lot of stress, man. <laughs> no you doubt. Have, you got time management. You have money management. You have mm-hmm. to learn how to manage your own emotions. You yeah. have to learn how to manage other people's emotions, learning how to manage people. There's so much that goes behind the building this business. And then, uh, dude, let's not even talk about like what it takes to service a client at a high wow. level. Because Huge. you got to know the contracts, the no escrow, title, the loans. You yeah. have to be uh, um, the therapist. You have to be their attorney, <laughs> the advisor. All of these things on top of you better show up and be happy, you know, ready to perform every single day. There's a lot that goes behind it, man. People are going to drop the ball and mess up. And it's okay to be real just as long as you're learning from those mistakes and becoming a better person. Gosh, I, but but the, tr- the truth of the matter with all of that, Gabe, is that... Um, you guys are not all created equal. And the fact that anybody who's watching or listening to this can see you as a shining light or a benchmark to say, look, look at what this guy has done. And I need to get to that point above and beyond. This is the path that's laid before, but you're such a wealth of knowledge, Gabe. And and you're just, you're, you're, you're sharing a little bit of what's going on in here, but I do want to mention, because we were chatting before we went live, uh, you are, training and teaching so many others how to grow and scale and and really from a true place of heart and practitioner. Uh, So would you mind telling me a little bit about a better me and the coaching behind that? Because I think the audience would love to hear that and and get get a hold of you a little bit more, get inspired by you and and, uh, guided by you. So could you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So I, I accidentally built this coaching program because (laughs) I, I was just going through, I was going through the motion of becoming a real estate agent and I was noticing a lot of gaps between um, getting your license, like getting your, being licensed, getting your license, number one, becoming licensed, and then scaling the business to actually become a business. Wow. And there's a lot of gaps. There's a lot of gaps between um, what we should be doing, uh, trainings and contracts, trainings and systems and processes, knowing what to say, how to act, knowing different personality types, knowing about marketing, how to market your business and who the demographic is you're marketing to. Yeah. There's a lot of gaps in real estate and a lot of people go into real estate with this expectation of that I'm going to get a license and I'm immediately going to start crushing it. And that's not the case, man. And unfortunately, a lot of these bigger brokerages, because they have so many agents, they're giving everyone a blanket answer. Hey, if you go out there and you prospect, if you go out there and you talk to your family, um, then you can crush it and just tell them this and then sell them this. And the ones who perform at a high level naturally, naturally your brokers and managers are going to start to give that person more attention. Whereas if you're struggling a lot more and you're starting to, because maybe there's one thing that you're not aware of that you're doing incorrectly, which was tonality, body language, you're speaking too much. Perhaps the demographic demographic of people that you're trying to attract is not natural to your personality type. And you're having two different conversations, right? Because we all know there are four major personality types in the world. And if you're an S trying to talk to a D or a D trying to talk to an S, you're not going to click, but you don't know that because you're not aware, but the brokerages aren't teaching you that they're teaching you page one of the RPA. They're (laughs) teaching you how to build your database. But even then they give you surface level information. So I started, pull, I started seeing all these gaps in the business. Like, dude, why, why aren't agents being taught this on day one? Why aren't people being taught on, on all these other facets of the business on day one? Yeah. And I put it together. And I, you know, I, I, I thought to myself, if I was a brand new agent all over again, how would I expedite this entire process? Ooh. What would I do? Love and I have personally gone through what uh, four other coaching programs they're all and they're all really good man i respect all of them sure but they have, but they have their methodology and their belief when they're teaching mm-hmm. um and it just didn't align with what i thought 
an agent in this day and age should be learning to be successful at a high level. Wow. So I took what they taught me, plus what my beliefs were and my experiences, and I put it into this thing called a better me because I, I, my belief is like, you know, my, I can help you become a better you. And wow. at the end of the day, everyone just wants to become a better version of themselves, a better me. Yeah. So the coaching program goes around systems, processes, what a perfect system process should look like, an explanation of what those things are, team, stru- team structure, leadership structure, uh, pay scales and, and things like that, marketing and sales. How it's, a, it's basically your entire complete business in a playbook in four weeks. And wow. I don't, I'm not a big fan of like a 12 month coaching program. Right. I'm like, give me what I need to know fast so I can go out there and implement it. Mm-hmm. So I, I took everything down to a four week course, one hour per week for four weeks, where I just put you on this fast track to success. Mm-hmm. And dude, the people I, I'm training right now are crushing it. Uh, Incredible, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's something I do for fun. I'm not doing it full time. I, I just right. do it when time permits. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the best example I can give you right now is yeah. my, my organization, my team. Mm-hmm. Everything I'm teaching them, they're all winning at a high level. I teach wow. the same thing to other people out there. Hmm. So that's that's what that is. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Gabe. And, and that's incredible. And there's so many people out there that, again, are, are looking for that that blueprint. They're, they're looking for the roadmap, right? And, and there's so many, as you mentioned, individuals that get in. And it, there is a one-size-fits-all explanation to do this, do this. But that tailored, that customized example and having a mentor or a coach is crucially important. As you know, you've learned and now you're reciprocating, which is fantastic. And I absolutely love that. What's the best way for anybody who's watching or listening to get a hold of that particular course? Uh, what website is it? That sort of thing, just so we can have that in the show notes as well. Yeah, they can go to www.abetterme.co.co. Perfect. Abetterme.co or just check me out on Instagram, man, at Gabe Mendez. Oh, I love it. And we're going to have all that in the comments down below as always, everybody, because I, I want you guys to follow this man, learn from this man. He's just sharing scraps, tiny pieces of information. There's so much more to it. But uh, Gabe, I got one more question for you, man. We just had so much going on inside here. It's been incredible. So this particular portion is everybody tunes in. They want to get to know the Titans, but they also want to get to know what has made a Titan successful? And you've shared so many incredible things as it is with your story and your processes. But if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose or pinpoint one or two things that you added or implemented to your business that you really saw change, you saw that needle really move in a positive way. What is that for you? What, what advice would you give anybody watching or listening? I wish it was as simple as, as like a one word kind of thing, but I'm going to tell everyone what the answer is. Yeah. Um, there are two things that I owe all of my success to mm-hmm. number one, uh, and it's not level of priority, which one's better or not, but this is the first one that comes to mind mm-hmm. is I decided to go all in on me. Mm-hmm. I invested into myself. So I invested into myself financially, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, physically, and more importantly, spiritually because i knew that i had if if i wanted to go out there and i wanted to help families who had gone through what i had gone through if i wanted to help agents in my organization my company who were struggling wanted to become better then it was going to take a strong me in order to go out there and fight that battle just like any movie that we watched in war movie 300 or and you know saving private right anything like that at all you have these warriors these gladiators 
who train, who eat well, who sleep well. And then before they go out to battle, they put on their shield, they put on their helmet, they get their sword. And then, and then they go out there and fight, you know, to win. But most of us as agents, you know, what we're doing in life is we're just going out there and we're being reactive. We're allowing the world to dictate how we should feel, think and act. We don't prime ourselves to go out there and fight. So what I do almost, I eat extremely well. I read and do a lot of personal development emotionally. I love my family. Um, I'm, I'm humble in my action. I, I apologize when I'm wrong. And I express gratitude whenever gratitude I feel needs to be done and wow. express honor to other people so that emotionally I feel in control. I don't feel like I'm ever wrong or anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I prepare myself. Physically, I go to the gym and I, and I do that. So I invested into myself, my skill set mentally. I take courses, I read books, I listen to audio books. Mm-hmm. So the biggest difference in my business, the first uh, advice I give everyone is that I invested into myself. And I wow. encourage everyone who's listening out there that you are going to be the best investment that you can ever make. There's not a course that you can buy out there. There's not a person you can speak to. There's not any amount of money that's going to equate to you investing into you. Because once you invest into who you are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of those things financially, bro, financially, if you're if your bank account is negative or you're teeter-tottering before, you know, you're waiting for your next paycheck that literally changes the way that you think and you feel you you come you don't come from a place of power and confidence and abundance Mm -hmm. and i had to learn how to manage my finances so all of those facets when i learned how to invest into myself made me a better me Uh, look at that no point intended right oh i love that honestly the second thing i have to be i have to be very honest the second thing was establishing a relation a relationship with god I was lost for a very long time and I was just going off my own accord, off my own beliefs. And one day uh, someone grabbed me, brought me to the church and was like, hey, man, there's someone else out here who can help you. And when I started giving my life to Christ, attending church, tithing my first 10% of every check I started to make, it was like, God said, boom, here you go. Like, I'm going to bless you with everything that you need and to whom much is given, much is required. So you need to level up at the level that I'm blessing you with. Wow. And so that they, those two things play hand in hand, like having God's blessing and favor in my life, along with making myself the priority. Those two things is what I, I can say. If you do those two things right, everything else will unfold. Gosh, Gabe, I, I can't, I can't thank you enough for sharing that because I know that there's somebody out there who needed to hear exactly what you just said. And I, I think that, as you mentioned, the best investment is into yourself and, you know, you can't help others exceed their expectations and be a better version of themselves if you're not the best version of you. And uh, that's just so true, but you're, you're living it. You lived it. Right. And that, that's the thing. You're not just reading a book or taking a course and saying, Oh, that sounds good. The theory's right there. You're literally living it and breathing it every day and sharing that perspective out there. So getting yourself right and getting your spirit right. Crucial. Right. But that's all going down to becoming the best version of yourself. And uh, I, I absolutely love that because then you're serving your family, your friends, your community, your clients, your team, everyone in your life and in your world to the highest of levels. Exactly. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing to hear. I, I mean, I, I love it. I wish more people were as open and honest and just, uh, you know, just so uh, warm and inviting with energy like you. But this is great, man. I love this one. Uh, it's, it's an absolutely incredible one. It is now, Gabe you've given us a ton. Is there anything you want to close with or any other thing? I don't want to cut you off too short, but this has been an incredible episode. Anything else? Final, final words, closing statement, anything like that? 
No, man, you've done an amazing job hosting. I can see why the show is so popular and why you're attracting so many like heavy hitters uh, because you're just, dude, just your authenticity and your humility and willingness to, to do something like this and pull things out of people. It's an amazing thing, man. So I hope all your followers continue to follow. I hope all my followers go out and follow you. Uh, what you have is astonishing and amazing. It's unique, definitely, in its approach. And your approach also is very unique. So I'm just humble and grateful to have the opportunity to be here today and share it with your audience. Well, you're the best, Gabe. Seriously, truly one of my absolute favorite episodes. I don't say that lightly. I've had a lot of incredible people on here and uh, it's just been really great. It's warmed my heart. It's really made my head move, which is important. Uh, but everybody out there, I I, uh, I hope you love what was going on in here. I do need to give Gabe the official dubbing of a real estate titan, my friend. That is a badge of honor that is yours forever. No one can ever take that away. You are an official titan. Um, so yeah, I just can't thank you enough, man. It's been an honor. Yeah, same here, Greg. Thanks, man. Yeah, and everybody out there, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here doing Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like, subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Linebolt Media. If you are a real estate professional and you're looking to grow and scale your digital business online through your local markets, really understanding lead generation and massive amounts of local brand awareness, take a look at linebaltmedia.com. They've got a free mini course. Now, we are live every Tuesday afternoon in Real Estate Titans, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Gabe.